Jesus points out something to us today that is very central and crucial to the heart of our life, and that's this question. What is the stage on which you live your life? What's the theater? Who are you? Who are you performing before? That's a great question. <clears throat> the usual answer is that the stage of our life is before the great crowd. The people that we want to see us. The people whom we're looking for approval from. The people that we want to applaud the things that we do in our life. That's the usual sort of place which we live from. Looking to see what others have to think of who we are and what we do. That can be the motivation behind much of our life at times. But that's a harsh way to live. That's a harsh way to live. Because the crowd, whoever that crowd might be for us, might be our Facebook friends, might be our peers, might be whole groups of people, right? Whatever that crowd is for us, is very fickle in its judgment. And oftentimes, it doesn't provide what we're looking for because it can't. It can't. We're not made to live for the opinion of men, are we? But oftentimes, that's the theater, that's the stage from which we live from. We live looking for, the, for approval, for belonging, for meaning in the gaze of creatures. But we're meant to live from a different stage. We're meant to live from a different stage. To have the focal point of our consciousness not just be the broad opinion of the crowd, but to be the eye of the Father. To go to the secret place where we're known by Him. And He is first and He is central. And that stage is totally different than the stage of the theater of the crowd. That's, what, that's, that's the contrast that Jesus is pointing out in today's gospel. Because when we live from the gaze of the Father, the source of all life, the one who created us, the one who knows us, the one who loves us, that that's the place of authentic freedom. It's the place of meaning. When we live from that place, great things can happen. Because we're not adjusting every little movement based on the judgment of the crowd, which changes and oscillates. But we're living in some place solid, in this gaze of the Father, the secret place where he and I look eye to eye, where he and I speak heart to heart, that that's the place of freedom. That's the place of renewal. That's the place of holiness. That's the place of life. Because that place is real. The stage of the crowd is make-believe. It's shifting opinion. And when we live in that place, we become imposters and actors. 
actors, never really being true to who we were created to be, but always just trying to fit in, always just pretending to be somebody else. It stinks to be a pretender, doesn't it? To be an imposter, to be an actor. But that's who we are many times, right? That's who we are in sin. That's who we are. We're settling for something less. But we're not just created to be actors or to play make-believe on some false stage before a crowd. We're made to be sons and daughters who receive the meaning of our life from God the Father. And when we look to Him, when we go to him in secret, when we rest in his gaze, we touch something real that renews us, that gives us life, that heals us, that gives us confidence. Because that's a real place. That's where reality is, is how the Father sees everything. How he sees you and he sees me. But yet, at times, that's the place we're most afraid of. We're afraid of walking onto that stage, to going into that secret place in our hearts, where it's just me and God. We're afraid of that for some reason. We're afraid that God might reject us, that we might not measure up, that our sins are too much, that if you really knew who I was, if you knew the real me and not the imposter, that you might not love me. You might not love me. <coughs> Those are all lies we can lay aside. We can go to that secret place. And we can rest in the Father's gaze and speak to Him about reality, about what we long for, about our struggles, about our darkness, about our sin, about who we aspire to be, but find it so hard to actually be. And that's what Lent is all about. The exterior of our life will change, will come and go. The things are different, but the thing that makes it the difference in our life is this inner place of our heart. What stage are we acting from? And this is a season where we sort of detox from our ego, from our pathological fascination with ourselves, in which we start not just to live for me and how everybody perceives me and my reputation, which just can be an idol sometimes, and everyone's opinion of me. And I start to live from this core place of, it's not just about me, but it's about my Father trying to allow the life of Jesus to be relived in me. But at the end of Lent, I can leave aside these toxic things which keep my life spinning around myself. And I can say with confidence that no longer I live, but Christ who lives in me. Isn't that what we want? 
my life curated on my terms is going to be boring. And the crowd won't care at the end of the day because they're going to care about themselves. But if I come before the Father and let him fashion me and mold me and speak to me, purify me and renew me, I will become another Christ. I will light up this world with truth and love. Because I'll no longer care what the crowd thinks. I'll no longer be an actor. I'll be a son or daughter of God. And I'll be able to say, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me.